Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Pistolka, and I'm excited. I want to apologize. We're a little bit late. Michelle and I were just talking, and I looked down at the time. We're a few minutes <laughs> late, but today I've got Michelle Gunn, and we're going to be talking about building positive intelligence. Thanks for being here today, Michelle. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited to share this with everyone. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So let's talk a little bit about positive intelligence. I mean, you sent me some stuff ahead of time. We talked about just explain what what are you talking about when you say building positive intelligence? So um, we've often seen cartoons, right, with an angel and a devil on your shoulder, One's telling you to do something good and the other's telling you to do something bad. And a lot of times we want to do what's bad, but we know we need to do what's good. It's kind of similar. Our minds can either be our best friend or our worst enemy. So positive intelligence measures the strength of the two modes of your mind, the best friend and the worst enemy. And we are always hearing the voices in our head telling us what's wrong with stuff with us it's you know it's bad enough we got people outside externally telling us what's wrong and what we do wrong but oftentimes we have that like we were talking the self-doubt the fear you can't do it you're not good enough that uh the term imposter syndromes syndromes flying around like mad yeah. and they're all lies right they're all lies that our own mind tells us and we need to get that under control and be control of our mind so that we can be what we're meant to be. Awesome. Awesome. And thanks for helping because I thought those two little things on our shoulders were, were real. <laughs> See them every day, but no, it's, 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 it's really is. It's, it's like you said, it's bad enough that we have people all around us that may be doubting us, but when we're doubting ourselves, even though we know it's the right thing to do, or we know it's, we really believe in what we're doing, it, it just makes things so much harder. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> and again, like you mentioned, it, this does come from inside. So you talk about mental fitness. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about mental fitness and how it relates to this. So your your brain is a muscle, right? Uh, oftentimes we look at building habits and we always give out. So we work on um, positivity, being positive, look at the, the, the positive outcomes of things. But it's something that we often give up on. It's something that we really need to work at. You really need to build the mental muscles to be able to choose how to react in a positive way versus letting uh, the negative. So when we talk about that, we talk about the sage is the good, the positive part. 
And the saboteurs are the negative. There are, are self-talk uh, self of doubt, you're not good enough, um, procrastination, the pleasers, I'm a victim, I need to control everything. Basically, there's um, 10 saboteurs, right? The judge, he is the master of all evil. I call him my gremlin. And my husband's like, do you really know what a gremlin is? They're on a plane. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, the movie, the gremlins go and they wreck everything. That's my judge. They just mm -hmm. go and wreck everything. Um, the judge is there and will take control and he'll bring his buddies along. The other nine saboteurs say, come help me because this person's going to do something good and we don't want that anymore. Right. So basically we were given a fear to um, for survival. Right. So you learn that touching fire is bad and you get that fear of touching fire. Well, a lot of times we have fear that's not based on anything. It's in our own mind. Don't do that. You're going to fail. That's our sab saboteurs talking. So the mm -hmm. other saboteurs are, like I said, uh, anybody who knows me will say, yes, this is you. So my top three, pleaser. I want to make sure everybody's happy, right? I got to make sure that, um, uh, well, I do. I do like to be liked by people. Yeah, why not? Right. So it works in that way. So that that will stop me from doing what I need to do because I'm worried about what other people think. Um, the avoider that somebody um, that works in procrastination. You don't need to do that. You don't want to do that. The outcome's going to be bad. Um, the restless, which I knew. That because you know, we've talked before, I'm Clifton Strength certified, and I love the way this works with Clifton Strengths, it just gets me very excited. But I get bored and move on, and it's because I'm restless, I have that restless, I'm easily distracted. So, I'm <laughs> confession time, right? I'm the person on the webinar who has their cell phone playing games while I'm listening. So tell me, how much am I getting out of that webinar? Yeah. That is saboteur telling me, you know, don't do it. You have other things to do. You're going to fail anyway. So you need to work on that. There is hypervigilant, right? The one that's always anxious, that's always doubting and self-doubt about yourself and others. Um, really sensitive to danger signals. There's the victim. We we see people who always play the victim. Oh, poor me, poor me. Uh, if somebody criticizes me, you know, it's not my fault. Everybody's so mean to me. They're temperamental. Um, the controller. That's somebody who has to control everything. And if they don't have control, they find something else to control. Um, let's nice. See. Yeah. Hyperachiever, somebody who has to have everything perfect, get it all done. Um, they adapt their personality to fit what other people think they need. The hyperrational, that's an intense and active mind. And they're always looking at the rational side of things and they're ignoring the emotional side of things. Yeah. So the stickler, punctual, perfectionist can be irritable, tense, strong need for self-control and self-restraint. These things 
get in our way of being productive and getting things done. So you have to build your sage muscle, which is the good part, your best friend of your mind to kick these saboteurs out so that you can do what you need to do, what you're meant to do, and what you're actually capable of doing. Okay. I was just trying to digest this because there's no, a, that's lot a lot there, of information, a lot of good stuff because you're basically saying that you're trying to, to, to figure out what your primary saboteurs are with positive intelligence. And then you're going to then address those with work to, um, be able to understand when you're, being affected by them or intercept it before you're affected by them yes. and change the way that you're acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a key word. The intercepting. Absolutely. So when we talk about that part of the, the three core muscles of mental fitness is saboteur interceptor, your self command and your sage, right? So you need to take control of your thoughts in your mind of how you do things and how you look at things. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. That, well, it's just, it's just so interesting hearing, hearing you speak about this because um, when you do this kind of work, you, even if you're, even if you're bad at it, cause I'm poor at it, but if you're doing this kind of work and you're continue to work at it, it uh, you can at least see, things happening mm -hmm. and sometimes intercept once in a while, which you, but they're not going to get all of them. So I like this idea of building your, your, the three mental muscles here to be able to do more of that interception and, and really change the way that you're, you're acting or the outcomes of, of, uh, or just pushing the saboteurs away. Yeah. And when you think about mental fitness, think about physical fitness, right? If you want your body to be fit, you don't go to the gym once and you're done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You continually go. So mental fitness is actually a lifelong process. It's something you need to continue working on. Um, and, you know, it's, it's recommended once you learn. And I, I have a very hard time with meditation. So this differs from meditation a little bit that this really goes to the core muscles. And it, I like it because it's shorter. Now, the longer sessions you can do, they call them PQ reps, and those allow you to build your neural pathways uh, to form new habits through consistent daily, daily practice. Yeah. Right? yeah. And before big meetings, um, before anything big, especially if you have any kind of saboteurs popping up fears or worried about you're not being good enough you take the time to do those pq reps you're focusing your brain on thinking the way you want it to think you're controlling your thoughts yeah and and doing yeah rather it because uh, i don't know over the last couple of months i've been re i've read a few different books on on the brain, how it works and some of the things. And it, it is absolutely fascinating how much happens without us even knowing it and how much of it is made up in our mind. 
you know, fear, the, yes. the, the decisions that just happen naturally and you go, well, what, what? And, and it, it, it happens without even realizing it. And these saboteurs are working like this too. So I can see where uh, these kind of uh, repetitions on a daily basis can, can begin to recreate that. So those, those same things happen, but not the same, the things happen, but not the same things happen. Right. Right. You, you, you need to work on training your brain and how you want it to think. Now I, I need, of course, this is not my idea, my program. So I need to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. So um, the creator, Shirzad Shamin is, um, well, he's got a lot of credentials <laughs> to right. say that. He's a Harvard graduate. This is his, it's probably backwards. I don't know if I put my no, no, it's on, great. Right? Great, I can um, it, yeah. but uh, great, great book. It's all scientific, scientifically backed. It's research based. Mm -hmm. So they actually did brain mapping and everything. And when wow. you're doing PQ reps, you're actually using a different part of your brain. Wow. That, now, unfortunately, I can't spit all that back out because that is not my talent but for anybody yeah. who wants to learn it it's on his website positiveintelligence.com and you can see all the scientific research so it's That's not cool. and and i went through the program um i told my husband i knew it worked number one he saw a change in me i saw a change in me and no kidding i could actually it i could feel the change when I'm doing the reps, I can feel how my brain is acting different. And I know I might sound crazy, but I don't care. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? That is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it is, it is without a doubt uh, true that people that understand how to use their brains differently have different results. Yes. And, if, and if you can get the the bad the bad things out of your mind and get replace them with good, it's it's only going to be positive. Mm -hmm. Only going to be positive. This is really interesting. So when you're, what were some of the things that you you learned that you went, wow, I never thought of that about that. I just would have never connected the two pieces together. Well. I do have a story I want to share that will half answer that question. Very good. <laughs> it's not my story. It's called the stallion story and it's in the book. So I want to read that. It's not real long, but it really, I think, lets you see the perspective of the outcome. Um, one of the things that Shrizad says throughout the program is nothing is ever good and nothing is ever bad which is what, right? So let me tell you the story. I'm going to read it. So an old farmer lives on his farm with his teenage son. He also has a beautiful stallion that he lovingly cares for. The farmer enters his stallion into an annual country fair competition. His stallion wins first prize. The farmer's neighbors gather to congratulate him on the great win. He calmly says, who knows what is good and what is bad? Puzzled by this reaction, the neighbors go away. The next week, some thieves who heard about the stallion's increased value steal the horse. 
When the neighbors come to commiserate with the farmer, they find him again very calm and gathered. And he says, who knows what is good and what is bad? Several days later, the spirited stallion escapes from the thieves and finds his way back to the farm, bringing with him a few wild mares he has befriended along the way. To his neighbor's excited rounds of congratulation, the farmer once again says, who knows what is good and what is bad? A few weeks later, the farmer's son is thrown off one of these new mares he is trying to break in, and his leg is fractured. As the neighbors gather to commiserate with the old farmer, he once again reminds him, reminds them, who knows what is good and what is bad. The following week, the Imperial Army marches through the village, conscripting all eligible young men for the war that has just broken out. The old farmer's son is spared due to his fractured leg. The neighbors no longer bother to come to the old farmer to congratulate him. By now they know what his response will be. Who knows what is good and what is bad? Wow. Yeah. That's something. That's something when you think about it. And and you, you yeah. Because you really don't know. You really right. don't know because it may be bad at the moment, but it may turn out to be a much better thing the moment after that. Right. Right. They're, right. You, you don't know. And we still don't know. No. Because obviously that story goes on. Yeah. What yeah. the the end result is. But, but we don't know what is good and what is bad. So how do you take, what do you take from that statement? We don't know what is good and what is bad. I take from that statement, you know, think, first of all, things happen that's out of our control, but how we view it will, will actually, how we view it will result in how we react and how things go moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at everything as being bad, uh, I mean, like, obviously the soldier's leg was fractured. That's, that was horrible. The stallion getting stolen was horrible, but good came out of all of it. So mm -hmm. if we always look for the gift or opportunity in every situation, then we can't go wrong. That doesn't mean bad things won't happen. You acknowledge when something bad happens. You acknowledge your emotions. You acknowledge if you feel bad, but move on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's quite a story. Who knows yeah. what is good or what is bad? And keeping that even tone, that even, even position, because you're willing, you're ready for what, what is coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So as you, as you start working with this, what, what really have you learned from it? If you're working with the positive intelligence, what are some of the things that you've really, you've really figured out from it? Uh, well, you know, some of it, it we already know, but it just, it doesn't sink in because we're so wrapped into our emotions and how we feel that yeah. we don't really look at things the way they are or the way they could be. 
So of course I'm learning the big mm -hmm. one to always look for the gift or opportunity, no matter what happens. If somebody, if somebody is giving you a hard time about something, that could be a gift or an opportunity. The opportunity is to grow your PQ muscles because you have to work on how you deal with that person, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes they may just teach you a new way to deal with something that you wouldn't have thought of before because you wouldn't have had to. Mm -hmm. Cause you, cause you could just look at it as someone owes me, someone's giving me a bad time or I'm in a bad situation rather than going, I'm in a bad situation, but I'm going to find the opportunity within it and finding mm -hmm. that opportunity. Yeah. That's powerful when you can do it. That's for sure. And well, that's the thing. It takes practice. It takes yeah. a lot of practice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously I'm still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting though, because you, you, you read about or know people that have, you know, been, a, have cancer, right? Cancer mm -hmm. is a common one, right? It's, and some people take it as it's, it's, that, you know, it's just horrible, most horrible thing ever. And other people, you wouldn't really know unless they're, you, you knew that they just weren't around a day or two because they're so violently sick that they can't get up. And the next day that when they can get up, they look, they're, they're as good as they could be. You would expect a normal, someone without that condition, I should say. Right. And, and it's, it, it's totally their attitude towards that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So the let's go the when you talk about these pq reps mm -hmm. yeah what what what's that entail that's that's the practicing of um focusing on controlling your mind and your thoughts um it's done in in various various ways you can do uh -huh. it using physical sensations you can use it um any of your senses, you can do it. So it's focusing on something. And of course, when you start the program, it, it you're merely focused on that. But yeah. as you as you build your mental fitness, you're able to do that while you live life. Because obviously you can't just sit all day yeah. and do that. Although if you have something important, you might want to take 5, 10, 15 minutes to do it before. But it's really... Um, practicing the focusing on certain things that you're controlling your mind to block out the what we call the noise right the chatter that yeah. we hear yeah the ch it, it it's hard it, it's definitely hard but it's doable yeah yeah so you're, you're trying to get those get those saboteurs before they can say anything yes or kick them out when they do yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so you've been you've been coaching for a while and you're pretty excited about positive intelligence. So mm -hmm. how has this changed the way that you're coaching? How are you incorporating it into what you're doing? And and so what is positive intelligence really meant for for your the kind of things you're doing? Well, I think that it's probably obvious to a lot of people, especially since COVID, that there's a lot more negativity, fear in the world. Um because of some of the 
uh, economic situations. People have a lot less confidence in themselves. So I see the great need for people to have this. Um, people that I've coached that sometimes it's really, really hard to build up that self-confidence because the saboteurs are working so hard telling them that what they do wrong, that uh, I saw this as a great, great tool. So there is, um, through Positive Intelligence, we do offer, um, they have a six-week boot camp that I've developed into an eight-week mental fitness boot camp to help people, first of all, learn about what it is. They get into uh, Positive Intelligence. They learn about it. They um, practice the PQs. There's an app that goes with it that has that because we all need reminders. We don't just do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially through work and everything else. Um, gives you the uh, notifications for exercises and teaches you many different things. And then when you, it's a great tool, but put together with coaching, have coaching around it adds even more value. And that's what Shirzad wanted to do is he wanted to um, enable coaches to be able to bring this to people to help them uh, build themselves up. And then for me, I have that basic, that basic program for people who just need an introduction. And I build on that into a longer program to work on that. And the coaching would be around, of course, building your mental fitness and then whatever would come up. Yeah. And then I had mentioned about Clifton Strengths because positive intelligence is geared to allow you to be, to utilize your strengths. And Clifton Strengths is all about what's right about you and building on that. Mm-hmm. So positive intelligence is, I'm going to use the term gateway. <laughs> Yeah. To helping you really use your inner talents and your strengths. So I have uh, another program where I can combine both of those, depending on what people's needs are and where they feel comfortable. But there's just and there's just so so much depending and depending on what people need. And generally, the way I see it, we're not a professional or whatever our uh, work role is, and then, and then, or a spouse or a parent, right? We're all of that wrapped into one yeah. person. Yeah. So usually, when people come for coaching, it's usually one of the one thing that brings them, but they really need coaching around more than one part of their life, and yeah. they don't realize it. But this is good for stress, wellness, relationships, parenting, career planning. Emotional intelligence, intelligence, conflict management, creativity, leadership, and performance. It's just, it's really, yeah, it can make everything better. When you get those saboteurs out of your head, there's a lot of things that can happen. Mm-hmm. Good thing. Yeah. And you have to know, because even Shirzad says, it, they're never gone. Yeah. They're never gone. They're all they're always there. So it's it's a lifelong process that you need to work on and you need to remember that there is not like a one answer. Like yeah. I the six week boot camp is awesome 
But I can tell you, if I only did that, I probably would have failed at continuing because of life. And yeah. I let, well, my restless, my avoider, <laughs> I'll yeah. get to it later. Yeah. yeah. So it's really something that you really, really need to, to work on. Well, any of these kind of things, I mean, it, it is. It, it you're going to do it and you're going to do it a, a long time and you're going to reach plateaus. You're going to go, mm -hmm. I don't really feel like I'm progressing. There's all kinds of things. And again, those saboteurs are just saying, uh, why do you want to keep doing this? Or, or it's not really making any difference. And, um, you know, sometimes just the fact of trying is making a difference. You may not realize it, but just the fact of trying is. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's and it's so it's so crazy as you think. And, and I talk to people like yourself, you're coaching, you've got a lot of training in this and and just understanding how many um, negative things come through our mind automatically. I just I know I said it before, but it is, you know, whether it's just to try to protect us or whatever it is, it, it's they just come through and it's so hard to stop them unless you, you really working on on uh holding them back right because it is initially to protect us right so we yeah. get a we get a fear of heights because we think we're gonna fall so we never try anything right mm -hmm. um we don't want to be the volunteer to do the presentation at work because we don't think our presentation skills are good but how do yeah. you get them better right you got to do it <laughs> great point it's a great point that's a great point because it it is it's and and that's a, that brings up a whole different subject that I think that when you when you start to get these saboteurs out you really begin to understand that listen I'm not afraid as afraid of trying new things like that presentation because I know that if I keep doing those presentations I'm going to get better at it and that's what I really want to do is be really good at those presentations but if your saboteurs are holding you back from doing the first one or the 10th one, it can really be a problem. Mm -hmm. And not only that, if you do it and something happens and you make a mistake, I mean, we all make mistakes. What's the gift and opportunity out of that mistake, right? Most likely, most likely you learn something from that. Yeah. So it'll be better the next time. Whereas if you never did it at all, you would probably not ever learn that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. So if you had one thing to tell someone about positive intelligence, what would it be? Um, I guess that you have it within yourself to control your thoughts, to live the life you want to live. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Say, I agree. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome because you do and and yeah. i think that we walk around ourselves sometimes we mm -hmm. see others around us that are not happy not not uh satisfied whatever it is um you know got you know compared you know compare against everything else and and don't realize where they're at and it, it is in our minds to be able it's in our control and within our minds to be able to do this and when you're, I'm going to say, foolishly comparing yourself to other people, there you go. think about what is good and what is bad, right? 
somebody in a big mansion, you might think that's wonderful, but you have no idea what's going on. Yep. No idea. Yep. Yep. Who knows what is good or what is bad? Yeah. I that that is one that I think it everyone is guilty of once in a while. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, if I had if I had all the money I wanted, right? And that yep. that really doesn't mean happy. Right. Doesn't mean happy. And or it does mean satisfaction. It doesn't mean that. So yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Michelle. Thank you so much for stopping by today and talking about building positive intelligence. If somebody wants to talk to you about building positive intelligence, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, they can find me obviously on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I have my website, michellegunt.com, one L, two N's. Yep. And uh, probably the website's probably the quickest, but I pay attention to social media. So just reach awesome. out. Awesome. That's great, Michelle. Thanks for being here today. I want to thank everyone uh, for stopping by. We got Judith. She was here. Lots of great comments. She was here early. Sorry, we were talking here late. Ronald. Ronald, I'll see you soon, I think. Not for sure if we're doing that in in a few minutes here, but um, we had Kira. All right. From Algeria. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks everyone for being here today. And thanks Michelle for stopping by today. And again, if you want to reach out and talk to Michelle about building positive intelligence, Michelle gun one L two N's on LinkedIn and uh, she'll get back to you. Thanks so much, everybody hang out for a moment, Michelle, and we'll talk. Thanks Damon. Thanks everyone.